Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Gimme the Creeps, with Abby and Daniela. Hello. Yep. It is with heavy hearts that we come to you today. Um, yesterday, Daniela texted me with the news of what happened in... Usually my Snapchat news notifies me of any like national news, like shootings and stuff. And Daniela shared with me what happened and I have not stopped thinking about it since. It is really fucking sad. It's, it just goes to show that these monsters really know where to hit America, where it hurts. And children um, is obviously... The worst, the worst thing you can do is is what he did, and it's just inex- inexcusable. And uh, I'm not sad to say that he didn't walk away with his life. So, yep. I don't even want to know his name. I don't want to know anything about him uh, because those little fourth graders were looking forward to their summer with their family and their friends, and they don't have that anymore. They went to school like it was a regular day, and it's not fair. It's beyond. I just had don't have the words. So, um, there's my mom works at a car dealership, and the sister dealership is in mm-hmm. Uvalde, or at least one of them is. And uh, one of the employees there, his daughter was one of the ones that died. Jesus. Yeah. So I was like, wow. It's like extremely close. That it. I mean, in your world in your country and then in your state but then you know knowing someone that it happened to is like yeah wow yeah um it fucking the cycle that happens every time there is a school shooting is so fucking ridiculous too though like Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, it's so fucking infuriating. And I made a post on Facebook earlier because I was just tired of seeing. And it wasn't even like there. My timeline was a lot of people from Del Rio because Uvalde is so close. It's literally Mm -hmm. just an hour away. Like people, you go over there all the time. Yeah. And uh and you have to pass through there to go to San Antonio. So, like, you stop there because it's an hour away. It's, like, the halfway point. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of people from Del Rio are, like, trying to help the community and all this stuff. They're, like, doing all of these things. And that it's, so, it's, like, half my timeline is that. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is people that are, like, ready with the whole gun discussion Mm. and it's like i and it's the same like you said like with sandy hook it was the same it was people joining together um to comfort one another and then it was the gun argument and it just goes to show that where the preventative oh uglier (laughs) uglier it got even ugly ugh oh my god what is happening Uh. (laughs) uglier for Sandy Hook because people were saying the whole fucking false flag shit. Like, I was going to ask if we should discuss um, crisis acting and 
that whole thing because that pisses me off too. It pisses me off too. Like, and I, there's no way we could discuss it because I would literally have a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole, I mean, Alex Jones in general is like oh controversial enough to be talking about on a podcast, but I remember stumbling upon his specific like stuff about it. And I was like, how could people believe this? And yes. It's not so much that I don't believe in conspiracy theories as in like people are hired to give up their lives to take other people's lives. But mm -hmm. I still agree that the devastation is real. Like the, the people who are killed are is real. So right. that's where I stand. If it's a conspiracy, fine. But the devastation is the same and the pre preventative measures need to be taken. And they still haven't. It's been years. Yeah. And we're okay with... Uh, kindergartners doing shooting drills at school. We're just, okay, this is the world we live in now. Instead of, you know, putting our pride aside and saying, like, maybe we do need a little bit more restriction on certain things. Maybe well, we should check on people more often if they're acting yes. weird and they own weapons. Like, yes. okay. Yes. And, uh, and like I said, I didn't want to talk about that guy at all, that kid, but I don't, I, who's to say, I mean, I don't know. Like, does he have journals? Like, did people hear him talking about this? Like, we got to take this seriously because it's, it's just awful. It just right. can't happen. I mean, this is our, this is the greatest country in the world. Really? You really think that, mm, you know, do you I don't, I'll go ahead and say, say I'll go ahead and say it. And it pisses Hunter off my husband. I mean, I love him to death, but that's a conversation we have constantly. It and makes him mad. Really? It makes him mad. Yeah, it makes him mad. And I'm not sure why. I really don't because he's not very like pro-military or anything like that. And he's what? an intelligent That's, guy. That is interesting. But I think it's just the fact that he knows nothing else. You know, and that's I think that's the case with a lot of other people. They hear horror stories from and that's the thing is they hear only the horror stories from the world and they think, oh, wow, I'm so glad I'm safe. But I mean, we're not too far away from wars and to, it's our own fucking people that are doing mm -hmm. shit to us so i don't and then with all these policies coming in i told i, I mean i don't want to alarm anyone and this is i guess this is a safe space for for me to tell daniela and people can judge me or whatever but i feel as though with policies that are happening the majority who live here and support the country are not going to be okay with what's happening for very much longer and i, I don't know what that means exactly but I just know that um, they're pushing us too far. Like, I don't, I just don't agree with everything that's going on um, in our country right now. Um, it's just, it just doesn't seem very promising like it used to. All the hope and, you know, yeah. campaigning and. Uh, I agree. So, uh, you know, all we can do is just vote, you know, this November, everybody vote because that's really where it counts. And even when it does count, they want to say a uh, miscount. It's a miscount. It's our yeah, way or else it's a miscount. Yep. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I do want to say what I posted on Facebook because I think it needs to be said. And the more people that hear it, the better. Mm -hmm. So I said... Right now, there is someone out there who knows of someone who could commit a horrendous crime like what happened yesterday. Get them help. Now is the time to do something. Every time someone who knew a shooter is interviewed, they say that they wish that 
they would have said something to get them help or disarm them somehow when they saw the red flags. Now is your chance. Call or text a hotline or tell law enforcement. There are resources out there, not many, which should be a change we see due to this and tragedies like it, but what's out there is better than nothing. Stop sweeping mental health under the rug. It is the number one reason these people turn into monsters. Instead of fighting over guns, you need to be fighting for better health care or mental health care where it all fucking begins. I couldn't agree with you more. I I just, yeah, I just don't like the tough attitude that people put on when this stuff doesn't happen. And then the, and how soft it makes people for a little bit until it's over. And then they're like, oh, well, grow up, snowflake. This is where we live. Yeah. This is my free they, country. I fucking can't stand people. Mm. Oh, I can't stand people. But I mean, there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that... We're forced to live with them (laughs) and work with them. It's people we work with. It's people we, you know, see at the bar. It's people... It just people have every... They have things going on and you don't know what's going on. So who's to say that we've met that kid before, passed him on the street. He's Mm. an American like all the rest of us, but some people are just horrible, just horrible. They really are. It is. I honestly feel like most of the problems in this country, it all boils down to mental health shit. Mm -hmm. We don't care about the right things. Yeah, we really fucking don't. And it's fucking terrible. (laughs) It's it's like maybe we should do more psychological testing before buying a weapon. What? You want to take our guns away? Yeah, I don't. That's all. That's always what happens. And it's like, no, who said that? And then <laughs> it doesn't even have to be that. Like, right. The yeah. I, I was watching. A, the only reason I even thought of any of that was because I was watching an interview um, with the grandpa of that kid. Mm. And uh, he said, if I would have known that, I mean, he's a Mexican old man. So, I mean, mm-hmm. listening to him talk, I am picturing what I knew from right. experience with Mexican old men, I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he yeah. said, uh, if he would have known that he had guns, then he would have reported him. And oh, wow. would you have really like, I don't. Right. And then I know that you didn't want to know anything else about him, but him and his mom were like really shitty to each other like they got the cops called to their house all the time so oh wow the grandpa knew that why the fuck did he not get help for that you know what they i mean mind, they want to mind their business they don't want to yes. say something they can't take back they don't want to embarrass yes. themselves you don't want to be a snitch you don't want to f- right. you just want to fucking mind your own business quit mm-hmm. fucking doing that shit yeah like we literally all need to fucking Pay attention. Take care of each other. Like it's it's not the same world it was. And I was talking to my parents. Uh, they're here right now, and I was talking to them because obviously this happened yesterday, and so I told them the news. And my dad was reading about it this morning, and I was just telling them like it's not the same world anymore. Like that our grandparents are used to. It's safe. Everybody's got a nice mm-hmm. family by the age of twenty five. A, a yeah. mortgage. It's not like that. Everybody's fighting for their lives out here, and. 
I, I can't stand to see it anymore. It's just, it's too hard. It's too yeah. hard to watch people not care because in the end, like we only have each other. And I, and I strongly believe in building a stronger community and then these communities building a stronger world eventually. And it's just not happening. And I, I hope it does soon. We need the right people in power that don't just kiss babies in front of other people, you know? Yes. yes. <sighs> I'm over it. So, um, those precious angels, you know, I'm so sorry to all the parents and they have little friends, you know, that were in other classes and I just can't believe it. Mm -hmm. He, this coward barricaded himself in there and they had nowhere to go. He just didn't want to get caught before his, his job was done. And I am just disgusted. So we just wanted to hop on here and, and discuss that real quick. <clears throat> oh yeah. I forgot that wasn't the main topic. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> It's just, I don't know. I can't, I, I avoid it sometimes because of my mental health. And mm -hmm. even that I feel bad, even that I just, I feel bad and guilty because I know things are going on and it's good to be informed and you can learn and you can discuss with people, you know, the more you learn, but man, it's just hard to see. I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah, for sure. So I hope something good comes out of this because I can't see how anything good could come out of it, but I, I want to believe that we can trust people again to make the right decisions and put in policies that make more sense. Just yes. make it make sense. How could he possibly have had all these weapons with the police being called? Did they not search his home a single time? Was it a violent um, thing that was going on with, he and, with him and his mom? I would have hoped they would have searched the home. You know, but yep. but then again, the officers don't want to be the guys to take away someone's guns either. You know, they're like, well, you know, keep an eye on him with those. It's probably yeah, what like said. he hasn't done anything wrong yet. So oh god, yet that's always the key word. And that mm -hmm. is also the downside. Like, how are you going to be able? How mm -hmm. you can't tell the cops? Like, I mean, you can tell them, but they're not going to be able to do anything. Like. Yeah. You can tell them, hey, I think this guy is like dangerous. Um, uh, he, I think he needs help. Blah blah blah. And they they mm. can't do anything. <sighs> so there really isn't very many resources. That's true. I think there is a hotline. Like, if you or I looked it up, and there is one that you can call. Like, if you are like worried about somebody else, but as far as like them being dangerous it tells you to fucking call 911 and it's like okay what yeah. i just said like they're gonna yeah and what do i say exactly it's like do you know when this is gonna happen where no well sorry there's nothing we can do at the very least though they could at least go and like check the place out like check the person like go uh, yeah that's true see what if he has a stockpile of fucking weapons you know but then I mean? again i'm sure people who have thought of reporting also think of well this is gonna make him do it sooner because now he knows people are watching him i'm you know, sure it, there's a billion reasons what but there's but you should yeah but you you i'm right i'm with you there that you should still say something if something's not right right Something's yeah. off. It's not helpful that usually it's the loner types, you know, because nobody's watching him. Nobody cares. So he's just doing what he needs to do. And it's just like dangerous. It is. And people that were around him mm. said that he said like fucked up shit 
and he would get defensive if you were to tell him something about it and like mm. he had like an anger problem and like just shit just fucking crazy and shit like it's just and then wow. there's other people that said that he uh, he had changed at some point like he was a really nice kid he was shy right and then he just changed out of nowhere Ugh. and it's like okay that right there should have been a sign where somebody should have gotten him help. Obviously, his parent, his mom wasn't going to do it. His grandparents weren't going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And but, I mean, counselors and teachers—they have a lot on their plate, you know. And even then, they report stuff, and they can't do very much either. Yeah. But at least they have an eye on the the student. Yep. Man, it's just all fucked up. There's just so many things, and it's just. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need so a affordable medication would be a start for people struggling with these yeah, kinds of issues. Affordable medication and affordable fucking. It saves lives. It would save lives. But yeah, so that's where we stand. And um, regardless about how you feel about guns, I don't give a fuck. These are yeah. children. These are children. I can't anymore. Now we're going to get back to that conversation about uh, teachers carrying. Fine. So be it. I don't even care anymore. Let them carry because. It wouldn't have made it. I was telling Jeremy that yesterday. It wouldn't have made a difference. Right. Because he went in there. Doing what they're supposed to be doing in that class. If they're teaching their students, let's say they're walking around the room. The shooter Mm -hmm. walks in. You're clear across the room from your fucking desk. That's true. How that motherfucker in point the gun has to be seconds. like yeah it would have to be strapped to you yes it, it's pointless mm-hmm. pointless I mean in in certain situations it would be helpful if she was already or he mm-hmm. if the teacher was already sitting at their desk but right. even then you have to have fast ass fucking reflexes like the, you just want the fucking teacher to carry a gun the whole time like. Mm-hmm. And with all the training and drills, and my dad was even, because he works with a school, and he told them, he let me know today, he was like, they said for me to barricade us in here, and he said, no, I'm going to take as many kids out of this room, out of the school as I can, and take them across the street, and the principal was like, oh, okay, okay, as long as you know where to go. Um, They didn't want to argue with him, so I mean... I don't know what the best option is because you're, it's not a battlefield. You're teaching children and you would think right. that that's a safe place to be and it's mm-hmm. not anymore. And that's what's so horrible about the situation. Um, and then, you know, of course there's private schools, but pff, come on. Who yeah. knows how much security even is in the, in those schools? You know, I don't know. I don't know how the security is going to work anymore because he he was able to barricade himself in and they had already seen him spotted him and he still did what he did so yeah there were cops following behind them like literally oh my god i would have just shot him in the back if i would have known what he was going to do i bet that's what they think the I bet that's what they're thinking that shot him was a border patrol agent he didn't wait for backup nothing he literally just walked in there he was mm-hmm. like fuck this y'all are this shit is not working. I wish, yeah. I wish that would have happened with all the other shooters recently. Yeah. And but, I think it was Parkland, mm-hmm. the one in Florida. Mm-hmm. There was a fucking security card and he didn't shoot him. He didn't shoot that kid. Oh he didn't God. do anything to him. I think he was like confused of what was happening. Right. And he right. didn't shoot the kid. So We just never know where it's going to happen. 
like all the things that they're trying to do to fix it mm-hmm. are not easy. You can have people fucking standing out there, but it, people are human. You're not going to be doing your job all the time. So these you know are all I mean? just Band-Aid solutions. Yeah, every single thing is a Band-Aid solution. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And everybody's like, it was the person, not the gun. Okay, well, let's care about the person a little more then. Okay? Oh, yeah. And he keeps saying that, then uh, yeah. let's give a fuck about the person before they fucking do shit like this. Absolutely. Um, and Sandy they don't Hook, want to because they're like, that person's a piece right. of shit. Why the fuck should I care about them? Well, you just finished saying. Right. There you go. Maybe if you care about guns, you would care about these people so that you could get rid of these people and not get rid of your guns. How about yes. that? Yes. Or not get rid of these people, my bad. Help them and, you know, get rid of the problem, the actual yeah. root of the problem. Before um, they fucking turn into fucking crazy ass people like yeah i mean people were upset about um remington i think was who paid that big lawsuit for sandy hook and that that was years ago and people are still paying for the lives of children and there's no amount that could you know ever equal the a child lost to a family but they paid money because they felt bad that their weapon was used to take their lives because that oh no it was winchester never mind Oh, yeah, Winchester is another one, too, with the wars. But with the lady that fucking... She felt guilty, so she kept building that house for the ghosts, probably. We got to cover that on here one of these days, because that has some weird history, exactly, that ties to this. Exactly this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeremy loves that movie. I actually really liked it, too. Um, A lot of people didn't, but I actually liked it. It scared me. I mean, it was okay, but I wasn't like... (laughs) It's wow, scary. I want to watch that again. True. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So that's that. And yeah, we've um, been talking 20 minutes. I know. I'm sure all of y'all have already skipped. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or, or they've also been avoiding the news and maybe they listened to it because we covered yeah, it a little bit. Enough sadness. <sighs> Sorry. I don't. Yeah, when will it be enough sadness? Let's ask ourselves that. Is it going to be enough when there are no more? You know, there's no more laughter, no more sunshine. Is that the kind of world we're going to live in? A land of no more smiles or fuck, what was it? <laughs> the land of make-believe. I'm gonna, oh, wait. Were you old enough to watch The Rugrats? I think so. Okay, I'm going to send you this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the land without smiles. Oh, the the land without smiles and the grandpa's like, land without brains is more like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. <laughs> that is this country. And just so you can see, but it's still it's very accurate. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah, he's watching. He went to go see the Dummy Bears movie. Oh kids. yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Right after that. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, I do remember that. That is very accurate to what we're talking about. Yeah. Jeez, so that was that. Um, we had to cut into Daniela's time because of this horrible cri- um, crisis and crime that happened. Yes. It's a national crisis that's going on in this country. I don't think my thing is very crazy, but so it should be okay. Okay. And it is a complete 
completely different how, like it's oh good okay good yeah, good because we need to just to do with change gears before i forget or oh it's kind of scary but yeah or at least yeah. for me but mm. <laughs> i'm sure there's some people out there that would be freaked out oh uh, you probably will too Ooh. okay are you scared of the deep ocean yes okay today we're talking about ocean mysteries deep ocean mysteries oh shit yep perfect so let's dive right in (laughs) perfect (laughs) that was good so 70 percent of our planet's surface is covered with ocean and according to oceanservice.noaa.gov 90% of it is unmapped, unobserved, and unexplored. Isn't that fucking scary? Yeah, it's pretty much space down there. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to stop right there because I was reading another thing. Like, there's so much, like, information out there that it was, like, hurting my brain. But, um, (laughs) so apparently, and of course... I had to get all nerd with it, and I'm like, I want to say, like, the right thing. But, um, so, 80% of it is unmapped or whatever, but there still are ways that they've been able to, like, like, sonar and shit will show you, Mm -hmm. like, how the, uh, like, what it, it, and kind of what it looks like down there, like, if there's, like, Mm -hmm. big objects and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, like, we haven't been able to, like, physically see it or, like, go and, like, explore, like, a ton. So they have, like, a little bit of an idea of what the ocean floor looks like and stuff. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so the mysteries hidden in the ocean depths have been the source of many myths and legends. Some mysteries we've managed to catch glimpses of, but they remain unsolved to this day. And some are creepy, while others are just strange. And while a lot of people focus their attention to space, thinking of hidden mysteries of our universe, there are plenty of them right here on planet Earth, lying and waiting in the depths of the ocean. So, here we go with the creepy mysteries that I could find, or that I thought were creepy. (laughs) Or, not just creepy, but also, like, really fucking weird. Great introduction. Thank you. Okay. Ooh, I should have saved that next one for the last. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) So Japan's Atlantis. Did you know that they had their version of Atlantis? I could believe that for sure. I never heard of it. Okay. So in 1987, scientists discovered a strange pyramid-like structure off the coast of the southern... Oh, shit. Uh, Ryukyu Islands of Japan. Mm -hmm. I probably said that wrong, but we're just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. Uh, The structure is a series of carved steps with suspiciously straight edges. And it's full of arcs and right angles and configuration. And the configuration is believed to be over 10,000 years old. Mm. So the structure is just one part of an ancient city with pyramids, a castle, temples, and a stadium, reports National Geographic's, or Geographic. 
called the Yonaguni Monument and nicknamed Japan's Atlantis. Some think that it's the remains of a lost civilization, while others say it's naturally forming, since the monument is attached to a giant rock mass. It is more likely to be natural, even if people would like to imagine otherwise. Uh, Giant's Causeway in Ireland has a similar formation of interlocking basalt pieces that Mm -hmm. were formed by a volcanic eruption. So it's reasonable to assume that the Yonaguni Monument's sharp steps were formed over time by the earthquakes that occurred in the area, though researchers don't know for sure. And if you look at the picture, I'm about to send it to you. I don't see, like, it looks like steps for sure, but I don't know how, uh, I don't know how, like, an earthquake could make it look so much like this. Like, hold on, I'm about to, I was listening to a podcast and they were like, we're in our office right now. We got coffee and we came and sat and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, that sounds nice. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow that's creepy right and it it's like, so perfect yeah how is that like wow. naturally made that used to be under the i've it's either it used to be above the water or there's some people down there right using those steps <laughs> the steps wouldn't work though with the water right unless they're like really heavy people unless they're giants Ooh. Ooh, creepy. Or like bigger beings. That's their playhouse set of stairs. Images. Oh, made. shit. For their Barbies. For their Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing in the tub. Oh, shit. Like, here, I'm going to send you a bigger picture. Like, it's an animation, but it like shows everything like clearly. That is weird. Unless it was part of a vessel and it crashed in the ocean. Stop it. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. Mm. There's like a bunch of shit about oh. how people think aliens are in oh, the water, yeah. like that they come out of the water, not from space. That would be something else. Or there's just all kinds of aliens all around us, above us, below us. Right. Within us. It's just within us, like the little alien in my brain. Right, we might. There, yeah, there might be microorganism aliens, like in Men in Black. That dude's face comes off, and there's a little alien inside. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what I picture. They're all around us. That I is very that's what eerie. I was picturing too, but it was like sitting in my brain. Wow. Dumb. <laughs> well, whatever could breathe underwater could still live there. Right, they're fucking. I don't know. It's fucking creepy. And like, I have thalassophobia. So like huge things like that underwater, like give me like open space in water. Like, oh, I can't. It's mm-mm. right. I mean, I used to want to be a marine biologist, but then I really thought about it Same. and I was like, uh, I have to be down there in the yes. water. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, wait, I'm deathly afraid of drowning. Yeah. And of like, deep sea and of bugs. <laughs> Great. We're just never going to be able to do that. 
Oh goodness! I just wanted to fucking play with the fucking seals and the dolphins. That's it's what so I pictured cool. too—like a few hundred feet underwater, not like meters down. It's fucking SeaWorld gave us that fucking right. We were obsessed. We were. Damn it! There's a meme dolphin girlies. It's like why did, <laughs> why did all of us want to be marine biologists when we were like? In the I blame Shamu. Period? Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> with his little sparkly eyes those little plushy dolls oh my god dude <laughs> there was a barbie that came with shamu oh my gosh yeah I even barbie was it. riding that boat but she's had every job so you're right. <laughs> lucky her <laughs> <laughs> okay so i didn't want to talk about this next um thing this next mystery but Mm -hmm. i have to talk about it to get to the fucking weird shit that i also read Mm. so everybody talks about the bloop have you heard the sound ew yes okay so i'm gonna okay we'll wait so the bloop was uh for those don't that don't know the bloop was a powerful ultra low frequency underwater sound of uncertain origin detected by NOAA, which is the national ocean and atmospheric administration in 1997 in the south pacific so here's the sound for those that have never heard it hopefully it translates good onto this shit. I don't know where my speaker is. Fuck. (laughs) Okay, that was it. Literally just a thing that sounded like fucking literal bloop. And there are fucking videos out there on YouTube that have like crazy ass sounds that are not, it's not the real thing. <laughs> Cause Uh-oh. I was definitely fooled by that shit. I was like, this doesn't even sound like a bloop. Why would they call it the bloop? It doesn't sound true. Like there are some weird sounds down there. Yeah. Unexplainable. So according to earlier speculations, the sound would have been emitted by a very large, still undiscovered marine mammal. Uh, which would have also, uh, what? That's stupid. This thing said, which would have also been named Bloop after the sound. Get out of here. <laughs> However, in 2012, then uh, Noah determined that the sound is consistent with noise generated via non-tectonic. God bless America. There's a bunch of fucking words. I don't know. Cryoseismic. Cryoseismic? That sounds right. No, no, no. Cryosisms. Yes. Non-tectonic cryosisms originating from glacial movements such as ice shelving or an ice quake. So, uh, the or the seabed gouging by ice, which, I don't know. They, that's what they assume that it is, but the sound shows extreme similarities to noises generated by ice quakes in large icebergs and of large icebergs scraping the ocean floor. So the sounds 
source was off the tip of South America, and the sound was detected several times by the Equatorial Pacific Ocean. Fuck. These were so many words. Hmm. Oh, that fucking big ass microphone that the fucking that Noah uses that they got from the Cold War. That's where all those fucking microphones are in the fucking ocean. They got them from the Cold War. You know what they learned, dude? What? What? That the Cold War, like it being called the Cold War literally meant there wasn't like active like war zone. It was, it's like espionage and shit like that. Like just gathering information. That's what makes Mm -hmm. it cold. I didn't know that. I really wasn't paying attention to fucking history class. <laughs> I thought it was cold because there was no action. Is that what you just said? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh. What did you think it was before? You just thought it was a name? Yeah, I just thought it was a name. I thought it was they like because it. it was like Russian oh, and no. shit. So I was like, oh. Okay, so then I was going to say, was I the same? No, I knew. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel like a fucking dumb ass right here. That must have been horrible, though. Could you imagine, like, waiting for the war to start as, like, a person living yeah. living in the oh, Cold that's War must have been mm-hmm. awful. I mean, that's what's happening now, isn't it? <sighs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's how I feel. That's actually so weird that this tied in. Because, yeah, that is how I feel right now. There's a civil war just around the corner. Stop it. That's how I feel. I'm sorry. Nobody panic. Don't start uh, buying all kinds of shit because I said that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm sure no one's <laughs> Blame it on me. I go to prison for that for oh, saying shit. that. Oh, You're an enemy of the state. Hold on. Sassy's trying to get off the bed. And if she jumps, she'll break a leg. Oh. Okay, so uh this system was developed as oh my god, an array of hydrophones that could be deployed in an Oshio Oshio. Oh my god, I can't pronounce any of these words. <laughs> Ocean oceanographic. There it is. Wow. Region to monitor specific phenomena. It is used primarily to monitor undersea seismicity, mm-hmm. ice noise, and marine mammal population migration. Mm. So Okay, yeah, I already said that it was fucking built by the Navy for the Cold War, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's been argued, however, that the patterns and the variations within the sound indicate an animal origin. Assuming similar noise-making compatibility of a blue whale, the largest known species of animal, the bloop would have had to have been made by an animal more than 250 feet in length. And others have pointed out that not all animals make the same amount of noise for their size. For example, a pistol shrimp only a few centimeters long can make sounds as loud as a jet engine. Jesus. Oh, man. There's another shrimp. It's like really bright colored. And I think it also (laughs) does the same shit. Dang. Uh, But it like nearly explodes. Like it's fucking crazy. I don't remember what that thing is called. Mantis. Mantis. Ooh, a mantid shrimp. And imagine a school of them. They're down there screaming. Freaking out scuba divers nearby. Dude, I what was that? Google fucking heard me. Oh, I bet. That's creepy. Does that all the time. People eat this? 
People eat anything. I just literally told my mom I'll eat anything once. Oof. Oh, it literally punches you with, like, a huge ass. Like, it literally, it's like a pin, like, whenever you do the pinball machine, like, you pull back that lever and it, like. Oh. It, that's what it does. And it punches you. And it literally could, like, fuck you up. A shrimp? Yeah. And it's not that small. It's. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not as I was like, I'll take on a shrimp. It's like a kangaroo say, down there. It's, it's the kangaroo of the ocean. The kangaroo of the ocean, yes. <laughs> that is exactly what that shit is. It's pretty big. It's like the size of like half a dollar. Oh, that is kind of creepy. A shrimp that size. Yeah, but I think the people who don't like appendages will... would be freaked out. It looks like bugs. a fucking lobster, honestly. Oh, okay. I bet it's tasty. Some butter Look on at it. You. <laughs> that was good. Um, uh, so it's been argued that with this in mind, an animal making the bloop noise might be significantly smaller than generally estimated. So in 2014, it was argued that the bloop was the sound of the sea ice breaking out the... Okay, what the fuck? You told me earlier it was 2012 <laughs> and now you're saying 2014. Make up your fucking mind. <laughs> uh, okay, however, confirmation of this theory was not possible. Another theory involves an underwater erupting volcano. However, a volcano may not be able to produce such an odd frequency. Now, I'm going to get into the creepy thing that it could be. Which it's also pretty weird, but it's like a it's a cryptid, I guess. Um, but another theory is the black carpet. Have you heard of it? No, I actually haven't. Okay, so it's an ocean cryptid that resembles a large cluster of organisms, and divers describes it. Divers describe it as a giant flat black. Hold on, I have to look up this word because I was really excited to use it earlier. And... Siphonophore. Okay. <laughs> Divers describe it as a giant flat black siphonophore or something similar to that. And there was a, it's a, it was a YouTube video, but it was like screenshots taken from a 4chan thread that was like about people's stories from like diving or whatever. But um, apparently <laughs> there was a guy who spoke to a marine biologist, which I'm sure it's a crock of shit, but he said that it wasn't a siphonosphore or whatever the fuck, uh, because it had the black carpet had to be like more complex. Like there had to be other shit going on. So then it wouldn't make it a uh, siphonophore anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't classify as. Yeah. It. But it's similar to it. So, um, mm. okay. So that's what it's supposed to be, but that is about, it, yeah, that is about, a mile long slash wide and is covered in feelers with an occasional 
20-ish foot long transparent tentacle. And on that 4chan thread or whatever, the person that started it, his, he went by Diver Anon. Mm. And he described his encounter or his encounter and like other people, what other people, like what other divers and shit have told him about it. But that fucking thread was so motherfucking long. Like he went off on all kinds of shit. And it would be really cool for like a science nerd to read or like a marine biologist <laughs> to read. But yeah, um, I'm not going to do that to y'all because there's a lot of fucking words I don't know. And it's just about fucking fish and just uh, all kinds of shit. But I will say the beginning. He said, and there's a part that is contradicting to what I heard earlier but and that he contradicts himself a little bit too but um anyways the basic gist that i can remember is that this thing is some sort of colony organism like a giant moving coral it's a black giant carpet of my my <sighs> i'm gonna have to do it because i can't my mouth doesn't let me my mouth doesn't let me this is why I also couldn't be a fucking marine biologist because I don't fucking know how to pronounce shit. Imagine, imagine you're like a tour guide, <laughs> and you have to say all I'm this. I'm giving a fucking lecture or something. I'm fucking speaking to a room of people. <laughs> okay, of macrobiotic cells. I if I would just take the time to sound it out oh and then also my dyslexia likes to fucking change the words the letters right before my eyes so right i know you listen to it like a bunch of times and you're like looking at it yes different so it's a giant black carpet of macrobiotic cells that crawls over the ocean floor sifting through nutrients with millions of tiny feelers Nobody's ever gotten a good estimate of the size other than it's big. See what I'm saying? And then earlier mm-hmm. I got that fucking size. But anyways, and apparently it makes a similar noise to the bloop. Hmm. And that's why it ties in there. So uh, he says one guy apparently saw it swimming slash riding the currents as well. So it does more than just crawl on the ocean floor. I suppose you could call it a one of a kind organism, but I'm not sure if that applies to colony organs- organisms like that. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say, okay, this is going to take a little while to get to the point. And definitely, it definitely took a while. That part was long as shit. But basically, the bloop is real, and it's biological. Well, I don't really know. My point is that I am now absolutely certain there is something huge down there that's alive and capable of producing noises like that. So that was the Hmm. basics of that thread. But he went on to, like, give other um, animals or fish that are not even fish. They're, like, uh, jellyfish and shit like that that would be considered similar to this and uh yeah so then in 2020 this came out that thread came out in i think october of Mm. 2020 but um uh 
2020, Australian scientists discovered a, what did I say it was called? Siphonospore? Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be over 120 meters long, making it the longest animal ever found. So in Australia, they did find some. So I don't know. I don't know if it's real or not, but that could be the thing that made the fucking bloop sound. Interesting. It is interesting. And there was other like little stories that I read that. Oh, actually, I think I have it right here. Hold on. That's the scary part is that it could be anything. We just don't know. Right. <laughs> We're not witnessing the sound being made. Uh, oh, okay. So here's what. Um, <gasps> what would you do if you were in the ocean and you heard a phone ringing down Dude, below? No. <laughs> I could never. I could never dive. Especially if someone who ran out of stories. Like, fuck that. Boy, I know. No, there's no Anything way. can happen. You're just so far away. Oh, I can't even. I was reading stories about those underwater, those cave divers that like go like tiny tunnels under oh, the ocean. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Claustrophobia and being scared of the ocean. Yeah, no. no. Nope. Yeah, people die doing that. But hey, that's adventure. So. It is, and that's terrible. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here is the part of the thread where um, that guy was talking about that biologist. But he's, he says, so I finally got a hold of the old biologist on the phone and talked to him about the sea carpet again. According to him, it's not a siphonosphore. He qualified that by saying that they are not fast or mobile. They survive by basically floating around, expending every little energy and occasionally snagging a meal within the neurotoxin stinger tentacles. He talked for a while about what makes the carpet seemingly a biological impossibility. But according to him, something of that size wouldn't get enough food slash energy to survive and keep up its level of activity just from scavenging sediments on the seabed. Hmm. Um, And they can get really, really huge because because they sort of sit around and let food come to them without any energy expenditure Mm. so the profile of the carpet fits more of an active predator slash scavenger than a passive one so that That is is why it doesn't make it that well geez yeah and then Hmm. oh he said i mentioned to him that i'd heard stories about decomposing corpses of whales being seen by some people being digested by the carpet and he got really excited about that. His working theory is that the carpet is an entirely unknown form of life in the sense that it is a colony organism similar to the Cyclones were. But the individual cells are much more complex and capable than those of a Cyclones were. Keep in mind that this is purely theoretical stuff he's pulling out of his ass to try and explain why something that should be physically, biologically impossible might exist. Oh, and he tried to like figure out how they would be able to communicate with each other wow. like the because it's a bunch of things put together yeah. so he thinks that like vibration is how they would communicate interesting yeah and um oh he, the theory is that the carpet is basically 
the siphons for equivalent of a Russian nesting doll. Rather than being a colony of individual cells, it's a colony of individual multicellular siphonospores and is therefore the missing link between single-celled life and complex multicellular life. Wow. The bloop noise, which the carpet apparently makes, is actually millions of these creatures communicating in their own primitive language. What? Since Imagine if they evolved. What would happen to them? <laughs> Since Siphonosaurus can reproduce asexually, he envisions the carpet as consistently evolving in size and shape mm-hmm. depending on the environment and amount of food it can consume. So perhaps after consuming a carcass of a very large creature like a whale or a giant squid, it would be extremely large and have a large amount of cells but would eventually shrink as it self-consumed unneeded cells. Oh, Jeez. it eats each other? It eats itself. Yeah, I guess when it doesn't Whenever it doesn't it. have enough. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's terrifying. The, the multicellular structure of the carpet serves a twofold purpose, both serving as a distraction from potential predators similar to a lizard losing its tail or running away, and a long-term shortage of nutrients. Oh, storage, not shortage. A long-term hmm. storage of nutrients. Since big meals are few and far between at the bottom of the ocean, the carpet stores the energy it consumes by creating more cells and growing larger, which it will consume between meals whether whenever it needs energy. Wow. Impressive. Um, not just that, but he's very convinced that the very first forms of life on Earth evolved in the deep ocean near volcanic vents, making the carpet the oldest existing form on the planet by far. He tucked my ear off for a while, but I don't have much more interesting to tell you guys other than this for now. Though I feel that even though this is... Oh, he's talking about the thread but uh this is just the hypothesis of one guy who apparently saw the carpet once it's by no means the definitive truth and this guy hasn't ever actually been able to perform a real scientific study on it he just saw it once and has drawn conclusions from what little knowledge he has but Hmm. they're saying that that noise the bloop was also made around vents like that like volcanic Mm -hmm. vents so they that made it even more plausible that the carpet like hangs around there or whatever or so they made it made that noise there hmm. yes so that's really scary oh and there was another story that i heard that it was there i think they were in a submarine um but a captain was trying to get I think it was like what level they were in the ocean or whatever. And the the fucking crew member that was telling him was like, uh, this shit is fucked up or something because it says that the bottom of the ocean floor is like not that far away from us, but we're not that far down into the water. Like, I don't understand like yeah. they're supposed to be like real deep down here like i don't understand so they were like really confused and then the thing moved it was supposed to be the carpet and it like moved further down and he was like oh now it's moving down so like they were just really fucking confused what was going on but um that was supposed to be one other instance of it like being in the wild so 
I don't know. That would be really fucking scary to see. Yeah, I agree. Ooh, gave me chills. Interesting. It has so much freedom to evolve. That's the thing, but it just needs time. It's right. scary too. And well, I, I hope they keep an eye on it. I not know that starfish connect together and move across the ocean floor like that, like just sucking up shit to eat. Oh, I didn't know that either. That is a that's that's a team effort right there. It is. They move like in a giant. I didn't know that carpet, either. Basically, so I mean, I, I could that's see creepy. where that would be a thing. Interesting. I wonder what other organisms do that. I feel like I know, but I don't know at the same time. Right. And they also say that the thing kind of resembles a Portuguese man o' war. Have you seen one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Um, I can't picture. I mean, I know what it looks like, but I can't picture this. I just am literally. What describe? Yeah, it. what it described. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever. Okay, on to the next. It's another sound, and it's called Julia. Ooh. Julia is a sound recorded on March 1st, 1999 by the U.S. or by NOAA. NOAA said that the source of the sound was most likely a large iceberg that had run aground off Antarctica. It was loud enough to be heard over all of the fucking microphones that were in the Pacific Ocean. Mm. So it had a duration about two minutes and 43 seconds, but I'm going to play you, I'm going to play you 10 seconds of it. (laughs) And it's fucking creepy. Mm. sounded like somebody was talking that's what i was about to say it sounds like when you're listening through a wall or something yes Mm. that would have fucking scared the absolute shit out of me literally if you're just down there yes and you hear that oh my god no so there is an internet theory slash creepypasta that um pictures from nasa show a large shadow swaying through the area at the same time of the recorded sound although still classified the pictures apparently provide information that is that this unknown shadow is two times larger than the empire state building oh hell yeah but it's not true because the creepypasta like gave like what i guess a satellite uh from nasa and like um the area that it was in and neither of them exist but either way it sounds scary did you say dang it? Yeah, I did because I, I want I want it to be real, even though I'm scared. I want oh, it to be real. Yeah. Word. I was like, that's really crazy, scary, and cool at the same time. Oh, geez. So the next sound is called upsweep. Mm. And this is an unidentified sound uh, detected on the same fucking microphones. And the sound was present when the Pacific Marine Environmental Laboratory began recording its sound surveillance system. I'm assuming it's called SOSUS. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> SOSUS? SOSUS. It's S O S U S. In August 1991. 
It consists of a long train of narrow band upsweeping sounds of several seconds in duration, duration each. The source level is high enough to be recorded throughout the Pacific. The sound appears to be seasonal, generally reaching peaks in spring and autumn, but it's unclear whether this is due to changes in the source or seasonal changes in the propagation environment. This source can be roughly located between New Zealand and South America. Scientists slash, slash researchers of NOAA speculate the sound to be underwater volcanic activity. The upsweep's level of sound, and then it has parentheses volume, has been declining since 1991, but it can still be detected on NOAA's equatorial, oh my god, the fucking microphones. So here's, oh, that's not it. That's it. <laughs> can you oh, you get signal down there. <laughs> yep. So here's this is 29 seconds of that sound But okay, so I just fucking read that that noise is upsweep from the NOAA website, but it's at 20 times the original fucking speed. Oh, so that's like a slow, it's not like an alarm or a signal like it sounded like. But I'm wondering though if it just sounds slower underwater. Oh, I I don't, yeah. Because that bloop sound I also just read is 16 times the original speed from the NOAA website. And the Julia sound is 16 times the original speed too. So then, yeah, they'd have to just see it on a screen and speed it up to be able to hear it because it's so slow. Right. I'm going to see if I can find the original sound of it. Interesting. Does time travel or does time does sound travel differently through water? Like I feel like it drags, you know what I mean? Like it interesting. That's just what I want. Because it has to travel. I mean that kind of makes sense because it travels through I don't know. I can't explain I can't explain it without sounding like an idiot, so I'm not gonna even (laughs) if you get it, you get it. It literally sounded like that the solo episode, so go back. No. We're learning things, yay. We're learning. The ocean is deep. So then those are the sounds. They're fucking creepy as shit. Next is in 2003, scientists tagged a nine-foot great white in Australia as part of a research study. However, upon checking the tracking device, something eyebrow-raising occurred. The device detected that suddenly the shark plummeted 1900 feet in a matter of seconds there's no way that it did that there has to be a typo 1900 feet 1900 feet Mm. and its body temperature skyrocketed nearly 20 degrees 
The only viable explanation, according to researchers, was some sort of massive sea creature must have swallowed it, dragged it deeper into the ocean, and turned it into a meal. (laughs) Yet, what could have eaten an animal this large is still highly debated. Mm. Some theories include a monster shark, but today most scientists believe the culprit to have been a sperm whale. But do sperm whales eat sharks? Killer whales too, but I don't know if sperm whales do. I mean, yeah, killer whales, but they're... I've never heard... I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. They said Uh, they're running out of produce down there, so... I guess so. They're like... I'm going to move to the next... (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. My teeth into some real meat. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But they still don't know for sure, though, so the creature that really lurked below may harbor its secret identity forever. Forever. It's the Sandlot. <laughs> I'm so glad that you knew where that was from. Yeah, I saw that a million times growing up. I loved it. Me too. Next is the Baltic Sea Anomaly. According to NBC News, Swedish Ocean X explorers, which were treasure hunting in the Baltic Sea in 2011, found a large 20-foot-long object that resembled an alien spaceship. Apparently, it looked quite a bit like the Millennium Falcon. Mm. So could their discovery have been some kind of alien technology? Not so fast, said scientists. At the time, researchers thought it was most likely a rare but natural geological formation made of pillow basalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ocean X team, including leader Peter Lindbergh, detected electrical interference around the object. They reported that anything electric, including satellite phones, failed when near it, but experts were skeptical. The photograph the team had managed to get was grainy, and many have been altered experts believe the structure does however appear to be made of metal and might have been over 140,000 years old according to express the ocean x team would be open to was that was that what was that i think that was thunder oh my goodness i heard it whatever it was what is that I don't know what that was. Anyways, <laughs> the Ocean X team would be open to further exploration if of this possible crashed flying saucer, and a new television project may just give them the opportunity. Lindbergh said, whatever it is, it's something we do not usually find in nature sitting in the dark, cold depths of the Baltic Sea. Eh. Have you seen Scientists what it looks like? ruin the fun. Uh, no, I have not. but that is interesting if they if they don't think that it's an actual like vessel okay i'm gonna send you by basalt a illustration of what people think it looks like okay first but and then i'm gonna send you the real picture okay Yeah, okay, okay. That would be crazy. But you're going to laugh when you see the real picture. You're going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) People are reaching. 
people are reaching. It is interesting if it was, and that's from the top view. Yes, as a top. I mean, it pretty. It looks kind of spot on if that's what it is, but side view would have to really sell it. Word. But that is weird that it's like round, like they ca- it carved into itself on the edges like that. Right. Unless that's just the way the ocean. Maybe the ocean just makes a bunch of circles because of the way the way the currents move. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. If a whale went really fast on one side of it, and the wh- and the whale went really fast on the other side, would it make a big <laughs> swirl <laughs> in the ocean? That's scientific of me to hypothesize. Yes, that's very scientific (laughs) of you. Oh my god! But that is really bizarre. I'm not gonna lie. Like whenever I was younger, the the um, what are they called? Oh my goodness! It was just in my head, and I lost it. Where they think that the crop circles and stuff were aliens, Uh, but there's also stone versions of it. uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't remember what they're called. Um, those big drawings, NASCAR, Na- not NASCAR. Oh my goodness, the Nazca, Nazca lines, or what are they? Oh that my sounds goodness, really familiar. Let me look it up. Nazca. Yep, the Nazca lines in Peru. They're those um, wild designs in the mountains that are like huge. They look like a giant spider and like stuff from above. Oh my goodness, Francis is ruining. Anyways, okay, yeah, the Nazca lines is what that reminds me of, where, like, from the top, it's like, whoa, something had to have carved that or dropped it or did something. Anyways, but anyways, yeah, that looks pretty, it looks pretty close to what they thought. I mean, if that's what the actual structure would look like in the ocean. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The next is the Devil's Sea. Ooh. Off the coast of Japan lies what has come to be called the Pacific Bermuda Triangle, nicknamed the Devil's Sea, or the Devil's Triangle, or the Dragon's Triangle, or the Formosa Triangle. <laughs> In August of 1945, a Mitsubishi A6M0 supposedly went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that it's a ship. Mm-hmm. A distress radio transmission from Zero F Wing Commander. Oh, it was a fucking airplane. Wing Commander <laughs> Pilot Shiro Wakamoto. Co. Nope, that was wrong. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, worry, that never happened. It's Kawamoto. Crossing the triangle near the end of the war created more questions than answers. The last thing his message said was something is happening in the sky the sky is opening up that's really creepy yeah Yeah, that is actually really creepy so the name the dragon sea originated oh no (sighs) originated from the old fables dating back to 1000 bce the Chinese believe that there was a huge dragon in the sea that pulled the ships and now aircrafts to satisfy their hunger. And the unexplained disappearances of numerous Japanese fishing vessels do not do much to dispel these stories either. Wow. So Japan has their own Bermuda Triangle and their own Atlantis. Whoa. I just I'm look into that for a sure. A lot of this shit happens in the Pacific. In what? The Pacific Ocean. 
Oh yeah, that is a weird coinky dink.、Mm-hmm. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> they got some helipads down there for whenever the aliens come down.、Mm, they come. Or what if? What if we got this all wrong? We're waiting for the ocean to recede to like uncover all this stuff, right?、Oh, well, what if the ground is, the ground is supposed to raise up the way it did in Atlantis? Did、It's、it、waiting. do that in Atlantis? I thought the ocean swallowed it. I thought at the end it comes back up out of the water. No.、Mm, I feel like I've seen <laughs> that in one movie. I need to see that again. I need to see it again. Well, it's definitely、um, not in the cartoon. Okay, I was like, did I remember seeing that? But yeah, what if the the ground is just gonna the ocean bottom is just gonna lift up one of these days out of the、idea. ocean? Are we、mm. ready to see what's sitting down there? I'm not ready. I'm not either. Does stuff just really just keep sinking? Like, if a car gets tossed into the ocean, it just keeps going down till it hits a bottom, right? I think it really just depends on where you toss that hoe. True, and then the, again, where the water pushes it, where the pre- the Whales and stuff are pushing、yeah. stuff around. Yeah, it's just so vast. I think that's what's so terrifying about it. Yes, that anything can happen. What if they were like, we got some cabins down here for a year. You get paid how much? How much would it take to for you to live down down in the、nope. ocean for a There's year? There's no way. No, <laughs> there's、money. no amount of money. There is no、Dang. amount of money. They're just like, here's millions of dollars. Record what you see every day when you wake up. Yeah. Nope. I would never <laughs> sleep. And we'll call you every Friday to make sure you're still there. <laughs> yeah, no,、nope. I would be dead、uh, the first day. Terrifying, scary. I just pictured Sassy with a little scuba hat on, <laughs> a little astronaut tank on her head. <laughs>、uh, eaten by a shark instantly. <laughs> she's down there eat, fighting the shrimp. Oh shit! Yeah, she's the she, she's riding the shrimp、oh, on its back. Or she's riding on a school of shrimp of the regular kind. Stop! Like, the magic carpet. Oh my god! <laughs> like a magic carpet. <laughs>、uh, that's funny. <clears throat> well, I am so glad you covered that because I needed this. Yes, ma'am. I've got. I thought I had like,、uh, or I thought it was short, but it's fucking not. So no, it was a lot of information. Well, there's like two other fucking things, but I think I want to make a part two, so I'll just save those. Geez, well that was good.、Um, thank you for covering that, and we look forward to seeing part two of this,、uh, these ocean mysteries and、Let's、unveiling、see. what's actually going on down there. It's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's waiting. Whatever's down there.、Waiting. I mean, as much as I love science, come on, do we have to burst every bubble? <laughs> uh, well, guys, that's our show. Thank you guys for listening this week. Make sure you give us a follow over on Instagram at G I M M E The Creeps and on Twitter. Let us know how you feel. Let us know what you think. Are there theories that we missed? Go ahead and let us know in the comments. Thank you guys for listening. So, did we give you the creeps? <laughs>